0: where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad, and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward, and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain Nutrition Chewing the Fat Podcast, episode 29. 29 again. Sli- I got slightly confused as we are working on two mediums, so we are recording the podcast but we're also doing a live video as well because, well last week we recorded a, the, probably the best podcast we've ever done. The one best podcast you've ever heard I'd say. It's 34 minutes long and for some reason it only recorded the first three minutes. <laughs> so being grown up about it we refused to do one for a week in <laughs> protest open right? We didn't have time. So we're doing it live as well now. We'll just see how that goes down, if people prefer to see our beautiful faces, possibly Fenton leaping up. Although he's very tired today because he's very hot. He's melting (laughs) on the floor. Anyway, Joe, what is the subject that we will be loosely pretending to cover today? Um, Eating
1: out when on holiday slash other social occasions. Is that what you put on Facebook? I can't remember.
0: Pretty much. So basically... It's just going to be a bit of a guide. You know, People struggle often with, if they have very limited food choices, if the food choices that are available to them don't kind of fit in with the plan that they want, we're going to teach you some skills, some, give you some advice, some tactics on how best to manage that.
1: Yeah, I think the client scenario you tend to see, and I had this discussion with someone earlier, is do I eat whatever I like and sod my results, or do I... Be miserable and just eat perfectly on plan. And the answer is obviously be miserable and stay on plan. You <laughs> know, there is a middle ground to be found, and I think it's learning to find this and to enjoy yourself while still getting results. And often people tend to have, you know, the effort button pushed, they, the what the heck effect. People go off plan and then they go absolutely nuts. Has anyone ever seen the interesting experiment with the, the cake? I don't know if you've seen this one where. Two groups of people eat the same cake, of cake and one of them is told it's 300 calories and one of them is told it's 700 calories and you would think that the group that had the 300 calorie cake would go oh I'd love another slice because that's only 300 calories but actually the people that have 300 go oh I don't want any more that's fine and the group that are told it's 700 then eat loads and loads more because you believe that the diet's ruined so you failed so you continue to go off plan so it's a sciencey thing it's not like you've just decided oh, I'm going to keep going it's scientifically physiologically mentally harder to stay off stay on plan once you've gone off
0: so yeah you need some tactics so I think yeah the issue usually arises is when so again going back to our system you know we promote people eating protein with each meal high fibrous vegetables with each meal you know avoiding processed foods you know it's going to be high calorie foods so it's what to do if those parameters can't be hit where people struggle with. So for a good example, it's always kind of like a work lunch buffet, mm. which is always very beige. Every day it's a state. You know, so, yeah, so it's going to be things like sandwiches and sausage rolls, basically like a seven-year-old's birthday party, cakes and stuff like that. So then people will stress out because there won't be anything plan-friendly. I'm actually doing air quotes. So it's all right we've got a video on as well. <laughs> the microphone looks massive. <laughs> it looks the size of my head. Um, so kind of what do you do from there? I think you know. First things for me is, if you're eating out, if you're at a restaurant or something like that, or even you know, if you're on holiday you staying in a hotel, there's never going to be, you know, something that's. Oh, there's very rarely going to be something that's like a 100% perfect. You know, you always got to presume if you're eating out, there's going to be much higher calories than <laughs> you if you were going to cook yourself. For those who are just listening, judges your own. Um, so, great example. I think we've both seen it when we've been on holiday. You go to the omelette station. Mm. I remember it well. I'm going to get an omelette. You know, I've got my protein, I've got my veg, I've got some good fats in there from the eggs. And then you see them making it. And How does he, how's that pan yeah. stick stand on stick? <laughs> He's using a cast iron skillet. They're using a, a ladle full of oil. So it's going to be much higher calorie. You know, if you go out and you have a steak and vegetables, then the steak could be cooked in oil and butter. You know, the vegetables are going to have you know, butter and other fats added to them. So it's always going to be higher calorie. So the only way you can kind of limit those calories is by making, you know, solid choices. So it's like say, having a steak and vegetables is a good option. It's much better than having, you know, a steak, onion rings and chips. you need a peppercorn sauce as well, to be fair. Or Diane. Or mm. I'm not a shy of a Bernier sauce. I like
1: to at least double up on the sauce in case it's below par. So then you've
0: got two to go for. <laughs> double sauce. <laughs> double parked. shrink them <laughs> um so that'd be the first thing for me is just kind of be aware that you know it's possibly going to be higher calories so then the first option would just be to make the best choices that are available you know to kind of try and limit the amount of calories that you're going to have
1: <clears throat> mm, i'd like to go with um a bit before you even start of like excuses and ultimately the the big variables you've got are the kind of person that you are and also the situation that you're going into so for example if you go to a wedding and you are the bridesmaid or the best man or it's your wedding or something like that there's going to be a different set of rules that apply if you're going to someone whose wedding you're not that bothered about Mm. or if you go to your mum's house and she's done a special meal or if you're just going over for the afternoon whatever it may be and then that's going to depend on how you react because often you see people go, I didn't have any other option and then there's this event that's a little bit wishy-washy and that you probably could have eaten better at if you'd put the effort in and there's other times, you know, say at weddings and at funerals, things like that where you should just go with the flow and I think it's important with a, Brand such as sustain and the ethos that we put across is a bit of a, an awareness with that is I don't really want someone to go on a hen do and a stag do and to kick up a massive stink that you've not gone to the right restaurant and as James rightly says, that's the time when you just do the best you can and there's other times when you can do a lot better ultimately, and i think it's it's that realization, and as a coach, this is the hard thing sometimes when people go there's nothing better I could do, and you have to say. I think you probably could have done a little bit better. This is what you could have possibly done. So you need to be aware from the outset there's going to be times when it, you know, you're know you not expected to or we wouldn't even recommend that you eat off plan or on plan, sorry. There's other times that you know we're going to say that you probably could have done. And a lot of this is going to come down to the person you are. If someone like me and James is quite easy because we're not backwards in coming forwards, if you're not so good at this, then it's just a skill to work on. It's learning to say no to people. And you're quite good at giving you know phrasing this so I'll have to stab it anyway and then you can, you can go in from there is if you went to a party and someone said I really want you to have a drink and you said I'm currently trying to work on eating and drinking a little more healthily because I'm unhappy with how I look and I'm worried about the impact it's going to have on my children then that is the kind of thing that people are going to go cool I'm not going to make you have a drink then and it's getting the confidence and the willingness and the awareness that you can get out of these situations and often a bit of honesty will go an awful long way in helping get your support network to support you rather than challenge you.
0: Happy? Yeah, but I just, just to throw a massive curveball in there. Go. From Cur- my curveball in there, <laughs> it's fine to eat and drink whatever the hell you want. It's not a bad thing. It's not a failure. So it's you know we've got a bank holiday weekend now. If you want to eat nothing but hot cross buns and chocolate. All weekend, then go for it. (laughs) But just be, you know, sensible and realistic about the possible outcomes. Don't give him a plastic bowl. he's not going to get to him. Um, You know, it's not going to be the best of results. Now, it's cool, and you know, I think people, you know, we hear time and time again. If you're watching, you can see me rolling my eyes. This kind of all-or-nothing mindset that someone will have a cream egg over this weekend. And then that will cause a cascade of eating all the children's Easter eggs, you know, and hot cross buns and all this stuff because they've made one little slip, you know. It's cool to have these things. Just be realistic and just be sensible. It's so hard, isn't it? Because it's just it's ingrained in
1: people, this idea that if you go off plan that you have failed. I'm not even really sure where it's come from. I think it's people's expectations of themselves are just so skewed about what's physically possible and that a slip has to be a journey ending failure
0: yeah I think people like a, a, a strict set of rules and it's like if I do this this is good if I do this this is bad when there's so much gray in
1: nutrition oh I think I couldn't think of a client we've had who's not had a slip-up or something off plan. I can think of maybe one person who's got a 10 out of 10s the whole journey through. Mm. I can remember from it being discussed amongst clients. Sorry, amongst coaches. But it's very, very few, isn't it? It's, it's probably one out of thousands. And then that person probably still did that, but they probably didn't write it down. You know, it's just... But it's fine. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> a, a slip is not a failure. The only day you fail is the day you give in. Like me and you are always trying to get stronger or leaner or bigger or fit, whatever it is. It's just a journey. If you take a backward step, it does not mean you've got to go, go home and stop and never try again. And often when people do have that mentality, when they give in, is they come back three months later, three days later, three weeks later, and say, I'd like to start again now. You've just got to think, is this going to be a decision I'm happy with in six months' time? Will I be glad that I've quit? And it's hard, Like we know it's hard, we see how much people struggle. If, there's no dieting system out there where it's going to be easy. Oh, if only, it'd be an absolute dream, wouldn't it? But it's just not how it works. You're just expecting far too much of yourself. When you see someone come in who is a lot bigger than they'd like to be, they, you've, you've got to that place by having a lot of destructive habits. It's not just one, it's not because you have sugar in your tea and everything else is perfect. There's gonna be a lot of contributing factors when you look at people's food, and it's always nearly all. You know, I deal with a lot of the tasters or you know, the kickstarters when people start. There's a lot of stuff people are doing wrong. It's very rare they've got one meal that's low veg. There's lots of things that need tweaking. That is going to take a lot of time to undo. So you need to take some of the pressure
0: off. I feel like we've slightly veered off. Tangent. Here. Yeah, I felt <laughs> like it. I, can, I can feel myself going, and just I'll just let go of the wheel. <laughs> so looking at let's 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 pull it back a little bit. So looking at you know if you're eating out, easy tactics for doing that. Like again. It is fine, and it's totally your choice, and that's got to be quite empowering <laughs> to eat whatever you want. You know, if you want to have a starter, if it's a special occasion, if it's if you just fancy it, you want to have a starter and main course of dinner. You want to out and have a bottle of wine, have it all in a naan bread. Yeah, wrap it all up and deep fry it. It's it's cool. Um, don't you know? It's still your choice. It's not a failure to think. You know what? I'm going to have a massive high calorie day, but. I'm also going to be cool with the effect that I might have that's fine, but if you want to limit the kind of the damage or the calories you're going to have that day, there's loads of different tactics that you can you know kind of deploy by you know simply going high protein and high veg for your breakfast and your lunch or whatever meals you have before you go out, then you know that's going to make like a calorie hole or um, give you the wiggle room yeah, yeah, a bit of wiggle room for some extra calories later on. And then if you want, you can put some kind of limits or structure into the choices that you have. So you might, you know, avoid having a star or a dessert so you can have some booze. Or, you know, you might have one but not the other. You might limit the amount of alcohol or the choice of alcohol you're going to have. There's loads of different ways where you can kind of save some calories and, you know, put a bit more structure into it. It's very key here to find what you really enjoy. And I always find this really interesting with clients
1: is that often people will say, a lady went to the seaside the other day and she had fish and chips and ice cream and a glass of Prosecco. And I said, what did you really enjoy? She said, the glass of Prosecco. Now suddenly, you've got a situation there. 1,000 calories of fish and chips, 300 Easy. calories of an ice cream, 150 calories of a glass of Prosecco. So what's that, 1,500 give or take? The 150 was the bit she really enjoyed. Brilliant. So you know, we said to her, or I said to her, could you think next time you could go without with the fish and chips and ice cream? Now you've learned this. Absolutely. Cool. We've just saved 90% of her calories are off plan of that day because she's been aware and she's listened and she's had a think on the things that we said. And it helps because you now know what you really enjoy. And the number of times I've done it with myself or you see it with clients, they'll go, I'm really looking forward to this, I had it, and it wasn't that great, then you've just learned something. It's, it's, we often build up our expectation of what these things add to our lives. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna mention it. <laughs> <laughs> Is and That's what I had with giving up chocolate, day 71 today is that I thought it would leave a massive hole in my life and it's just made absolutely no difference and you could only get to that point by challenging it. So just crack on, and s- s- challenge yourself, do something that's uncomfortable and assess how it is afterwards. You know, I've gone periods of my life not drinking and I know for a fact that drinking really adds to my life,
0: I really do enjoy it. Personality. Yeah,
1: so I'm gonna keep it, no, not put that. I, I said yeah by accident. Yeah.
0: So yeah, just decide what approach you wanna take. You know uh, you know for me obviously the steak would be the most important part of the meal do I really need the chips well if I fill up on the veg then I probably won't you know do I really need a dessert or could I just wait until I go home you know and have a cup of tea you know just kind of figure out what you want you do you really need to have three or four glasses of wine or would you be happy with one or two it's just savoring that just come up with some kind of structure again this is totally it, only if you want to you know, and then the same kind of things can apply for people going on the holidays. So I'll normally recommend only if you want to. Again, you can eat whatever you want, have ice cream for breakfast you want. I don't mind. It's totally up to you. But the same kind of rules you can apply with your food day. You know, you can hit protein at each meals. You can make sure you have high-fiber veg twice. You can look to get healthy fats in at least twice. You can look to hit two liters of water. You can either set a limit on the kind of treats or so things like ice creams and, chocolate and you know and your drinks as well you could set um, a limit to the type of alcohol you're going to have or the amount of alcohol you're going to have and these are all going to help you know you if you want to control your results whilst away and how do you learn what is best to focus on and i think
1: experience is exactly what you get exactly after you needed it yeah so my all-inclusive holiday last year i was like i'm gonna eat and drink whatever like i'm gonna have full fat pepsi all week I just gradually bloated out over the course of the week. And I look back and went, do you know what? Diet Pepsi would have sufficed
0: the whole time here. It blows my mind that you can have practically the same drink. I know it tastes slightly different, but it's practically the same drink. It does practically the same thing, but for no calories. Yeah. And I look
1: back now and go, that was a bit silly. I could have saved myself an awful lot of calories, thousands and thousands of calories there that I just didn't really need. And I think the difference there is that a lot of people go, and they just don't learn from their mistakes. So whatever they've done, they just they don't like looking back. People don't tend to want to look at their mistakes or to judge their own actions. And that's why coaching can be so useful, because then we'll make you do that. I will put questionable decisions in front of people. I've read an interesting book or reading an interesting book at the moment that talks about being a good manager. And a lot of it is not letting conflict die. You know, sometimes to make to push people into it because ultimately these are the things that are going to bring about changes is by challenging your established mindsets. And if we just say, Do you know what? You're doing everything absolutely perfectly. Then you're not going to get very far. And that's what we're here for is to look at these
0: mindsets that are destructive to your goals and help you overcome them. And I suppose this is exactly what the purpose of this podcast is. It's just like, if your food choices are limited or you have to make the best of a bad choice, it's not a bad thing. It doesn't always lead to failure or again to that cascading. It never leads to yeah, failure. Yeah, cascading it? of eating shit. So just kind of going back to what I said about the kind of the works lunches where people just go, I know everything that's provided is gonna be, you know, sandwiches. Um so I just don't know what I'm gonna do. Like just eat a sandwich. Yeah. Eat something before, eat something after. Yeah. What, what, can, in, what can you control? I'll tell you what you can control. You control your choices, you can control the portion sizes that you have. You control so, the food before and after. Yeah. So you don't have to have, you know, six sandwiches, a load of crisps, um, you know, a load of cake and a load of, you know, hot chocolate afterwards or whatever, you know, whatever's available. You can have a sensible amount. You can have a couple of sandwiches, so you're full, and some fruit. And then you've completely controlled your calories there. For me there as well, it's about fostering an environment where it's easier
1: to do that. And this is sometimes where the cutting back beforehand tactic doesn't work too well. If someone says, I'm going out for pizza, mm. so I'm going to have uh, egg white omelette in the morning, then I'm going to have fish and green veg for lunch. Cool, great tactics, I'm going to save some serious calories. But what if you then get to that pizza absolutely ravenous, and then you're not very good at moderating pizza? Then it's going to be a huge intake whereas if you have a few more carbs and a few more fats over your day or a snack before you go out exactly the one is then you get to that pizza and you go I'm not ravenously hungry this is going to be much easier for me to do so whilst you may have had an extra 100 calories over the day you're going to take in 500 fewer calories from pizza because you're not absolutely hanging out for it and it's again just something that you learn it's finding the right tactic for you and it's hard because you know James has reeled off Five things you can do at the time. I'm saying there's things you can do before and after, and there's always going to be different ones that work for different people at different times. But if you don't try stuff, then you don't learn from it. You don't find what works for you. And, you know, I feel like I've got a wealth of knowledge on the things that work really well for me because I've been aware of it, because I've tried things, because I've abstained and then had it. Collects that evidence. Yeah, it's just building that bank of knowledge about you. And people often say, What should I eat here? I don't know. It's going to depend what works for yeah. you. So, you know, it doesn't. we were talking about a restaurant in Leeds earlier and I was saying here's, here's the healthy options you can have but they look shit yeah. so you just got to decide what's going to work for you sometimes you'll go somewhere and there some really nice stuff and you can have that and other times not it's not this A to B Google Maps there's going to be a hundred different yeah, bit of different turns like getting a black and white answer and you're never going to get there anyway because you'll still want to work on it and then you've still got to you just you don't ever I don't want to say ever achieve your goal, but most of the people we work with don't want to lose weight for an event. They want to lose weight and keep it off. So therefore, that is a never-ending goal, isn't it? It's it's more of a journey. It's a path. It's not, you can't finish it because you need to keep going. Mm And I think that's where the dieting industry struggles sometimes because people look at it as, when I get there, I'll be fine. Mm.
0: You need to make sure you get there in a way that you can keep that's it, and it's that's why it's so important to learn skills to learn skills and to kind of get the knowledge that you need and that's kind of what we're talking about here basically is like knowing that you know you don't have to follow a strict meal plan or you don't have to have everything prepped you know, there's gonna be times where it's gonna kind of throw you a curveball and you're gonna have to you know it's not an option for you to take your food in you're gonna have to you know moderate your calories somehow so just being sensible and just making. You Know sensible choices again, like you know, family meals, span holiday weekend. There's going to be family meals going on, it's red hot. Yeah, do you have to go in and just go? Well, the only thing that was available, I'll bring up my mum's lasagna because mum does make a mean lasagna, she puts chorizo in it. She's Italian. She Italian, she's definitely not Italian. Um, but chorizo, I wish there was some kind of pun I could say there. She's <laughs> like a mama used to make, I don't know. Um, Racist? yes, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> 32 percent Irish. Well, I don't know. I've got i am up. So if I go to my mum's and she's serving lasagna, I am not then just gonna go, well, you know, the habits say that I should avoid refined carbohydrates, so I shouldn't have pasta. Pull out the lasagna sheets. Yeah, or yeah, or oh well I'm having pasta, so therefore I might as well eat a lot of crisps, you know, have a lot of garlic bread, have the dessert, have some chocolates, you know, eat X, Y, and Z and do this and then I'll start again tomorrow. Because I can still totally control that meal by just having some lasagna and some salad, having a Diet Coke or having some water, you know, not having the dessert or having a controlled amount of the dessert or a controlled amount of chocolate. That's the way that I can control my calories there, even if the choice is not within my control. I can still choose what I do eat and the portion sizes that I have. I think to go back to the point you made before, that about. But you don't get to 118 kilos <laughs> by skipping desserts <laughs> pulling the lasagna cheese out of your lasagna. I'm mad. I, I pull them out of everyone else's. <laughs> this is like Bolognese. <laughs> just the that, the big terracotta thing, of just lasagna. Anyway. Like, uh, what's the trick where they pull the. Um, pull the yeah, I get it. Pull the, the tablecloth. That's the hanger one. Handkerchief.
1: <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, it's just trying to add. uh, tools to your toolbox and often this is an area that a lot of people do struggle with and so hopefully some of the things that we've given here can give you ideas to to take forwards and to to apply to yourself or at least just to challenge your mindset a little bit. Often it's a gradual process isn't it and people aren't ready to always make the changes but if you can get people to think do you know what sometimes when I say this I'm wrong I could actually do a little bit better I could try a bit harder I could do this then that is a step in the right direction because it's all about just challenging established beliefs. And often people come in and say, There's nothing I could have done or there were no other options. And we're just trying to say, Yes, there is.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. There's always something to be done if you want to do it. And again, I'm gonna say again, you can eat and drink whatever you want, but just be realistic about the outcome of it. That's fine. But don't think that just because the only thing that was on you know, people got to McDonald's, you're on it again. Mm. People got to McDonald's, so then they have to get but, a big Mac fries and a coke well you don't because you could have got you know a chicken wrap and a diet coke and some apple slices or you know anything like that what else yeah it's been a while since it's been a good year since I've been at McDonald's you know it's totally up to you if you go out for that meal you know if you want to control the calories then you can adjust you know the meals before you can set rules or some kind of structure into the choices that you'll have whilst you're out it doesn't have to be a free-for-all you know if you're going if you don't have control all of your food choices you can just get there and just go i'm just going to make a sensible choice i'm going to eat a sensible amount of food and it's all going to help <clears throat> it's all going to help control your calories because that's all it is if you're looking to lose weight or maintain weight or just well or just not gain weight that will be maintaining weight mm. but you know, be healthier yeah just control your calories and then again if you feel like you've eating a you know an absolute shitload of food then the following day you can pull some back in don't think about your body gets to midnight and then decides what it's going to do whether it's going to gain or lose or maintain you know look at your food across the week I, uh i can't watch that you know if you have 700 calories worth of like joe said of cake earlier you know you have a couple of slices of cake think about that spread over the week and it's 100 calories a day see those maths seven hundred. I'm rubbing, smashed on, it. I'm rubbing off on you. It's a, <laughs> I was watching. This is evidence. Um, it's a very small amount in it, 100 calories per day. It's not going to have a massive an impact. unshakable amount, yeah. You can easily yeah. pull that back. So, just by, you know, so say if you had some plant treats in. So, you go out for a meal on the Saturday, you've got some plant treats in on the Friday. Maybe think about avoiding those. You know, just think, well, I kind of had my treat yesterday, so I'm going to skip that this week. I'm going to go out for an extra 20 minute walk. I'm maybe just going to cut back on my carbs at dinner, you know. And it's just little ways of just pulling back some calories. But you know, the biggest thing you can take on from this for me is just be sensible. Yes, good with that. Good with that. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm going to stop this live video now. We do appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed it, leave a review, like, subscribe. Recommend, recommend this to, to a, a friend, friend. Yeah. Uh, share perfect
1: i i was talking about the abc uh,
0: just to the fan just